Ride the Vibes, a refreshing, fun, and informative experience. Join Steve and Winnie on VoiceTube Studios. Hey everybody, welcome back to Ride the Vibes. This is your host Steve. And this is your host Winnie. And today we're talking about food changes in the modern world and how we eat. Mm-hmm. There, there has been a lot of changes, especially with my generation. Yeah, I think so. And if we're going to talk about these changes uh, broadly, we talk about them with more modern technology, social mm-hmm. media, and how diets have changed and what's popular. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I think the first we can talk about how, you know, delivery in the past and, you know, with the food de- delivery now, how it has changed. So what's your experience in the past? I know you're a little bit older than I am. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, a 90s child. Um, so I grew up in the 90s as a kid, and I still have very good memories of basically pizza days. Mm-hmm. Uh, my stepmom was very good at cooking food, but sometimes she was gone or working and usually, my dad did not like cooking. So if he was um, the person in the house that had to deal with dinner, he would just be like, oh, you know what, let's, let's just order pizza. Mm-hmm. So we got a lot of delivery with pizza. But of course, back in the 90s and even early 2000s, you had to use like a phone book, mm-hmm. this big, giant yellow book that mm-hmm. has alphabetical listings. Yeah. And you had to find the number and call them. And you also, one big thing is there was no online menus, or there was mm-hmm. very few online menus at that time. Mm-hmm. Or they call it EDMs. And uh, yeah, I, I, I do remember the phone books. They were so big that if you throw it at someone, you know, you can actually kill a person. And uh, now when you're ordering pizza, you can just go, you can, you can just easily use, uh, you know, like uh, maybe a Pizza Hut, pizza Hut app or maybe from Domino's. And if you're ordering it, ordering it from the web, you can pre-order and then you can also track your pizza. Amazing how things have changed I over know. the years. Technology. Yeah, back in the day, we also you may, you mainly use coupons. Mm-hmm. Like you get these coupons put in your mailbox, mm-hmm. and you'd see like, oh, two pizzas for ten dollars. Let's order it. So mm-hmm. you call you call them, and you're like, oh, I have this coupon right here. It says I can get two pizzas for ten dollars. Mm-hmm. And they check the coupon, and then they okay the coupon, and then your pizza comes. Mm-hmm. But like you said, nowadays you can just do everything right right from your phone or yeah. it, on your computer. It's very convenient. Now, speaking of coupons, I remember um, there's a, there's a channel called TLC, you know, and there's mm-hmm. like this this uh, this TV show called Crazy Coupon Lady. So in the past, people use coupons, and now people use uh, pr- promo codes. So you know, if you uh, go to your app and then you enter your uh, promo code, you get maybe um, you know thirty dollars off, or maybe you get like twenty uh, percent off or something. So it's very convenient. Yeah, it is really convenient. I mean, back in the day, which is like 10, 15 years ago, Mm -hmm. um, there was no Uber Eats and there was no apps for delivering food. So you had to call these places that would be willing to deliver. But in the U.S., that means you're paying an extra fee. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you even need to give them an extra tip. Mm -hmm. So you're paying extra money to the restaurant and Mm -hmm. to the person who's delivering your food. So it can be a little bit expensive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, with the apps, you only have to uh, maybe pay a little bit of delivery fee. And sometimes in Taiwan, you you don't even have to pay a delivery fee. Yeah, I was wondering about that. I'm thinking, how do these like Uber drivers make money if there's no fee on the food? Yeah, I've always been wondering how how they make money, but I never figured out. But now I, I suddenly remembered something. Now, um, delivery, this delivery business in China is is like just booming, and you can deliver anything from groceries. And you know, let's say if you run out of soy sauce, you can actually go to your app, and people can deliver you a bottle of soy sauce. That's only in China. 
Uh, well, also in Taiwan, I think. Um, I think on Uber Eats, you can have some grocery deliver delivered to your to your door. But I think um, the pioneer in this is China. That's pretty interesting. I'm not surprised because China is sort of moving in a direction where they're trying to shift everything mm -hmm. to online currency mm -hmm. and kind of cryptocurrency. Like China is basically phasing out mm -hmm. physical money from their mm -hmm. whole society. I do, I do like that though. Um, for me now, I don't really like using cash. I like using my credit cards and also uh, Apple Pay. Just using my Apple Watch. Yeah, I totally agree. Not to get too politically charged, but the one thing that would concern me about China is that social credit score system mm -hmm. they have going on. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if if I can purchase everything through an app, that's totally fine, mm -hmm. as long as I'm not getting judged for my purchases by mm -hmm. the government. I guess. Oh, oh my God! I mean, <laughs> I am definitely gonna get judged by my purchases because I buy really, really stupid stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like they charge you. I think if you buy like alcohol or video mm -hmm. games or stuff that's kind of considered bad, like mm -hmm. I think your score can actually go down. Okay, yeah, well, my score is basically going to be zero. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so Steve, are you on social media? Yeah, I have a, I'm actually, I use less social media than most people. Mm -hmm. Like, I have no Instagram, which I know is heresy oh in 2020. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm judging you. I think everyone's judging me right now. <laughs> but um, I do have Facebook. I don't use it too much. And mm -hmm. I have Twitter, which I've become more fond of, but I just don't personally really enjoy mm -hmm. social media. Mm -hmm. Now, for me, I have Instagram, and I'm just, like, constantly on Instagram. They have um, one of the features is uh, Instagram stories where you can just post um, a picture or, like, a video, and it only lasts 24 hours. And I am always on that, so I would take a lot of pictures of what I eat in a day or, you know, as uh, – I think you know, like, I like to cook – I even have my own channel, just uh, I have my own cooking shows and stuff. So I, I like to take pictures of food, and I think it's called food porn. So do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> food porn, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, I do – no, I don't do all that. I don't have a, ch I don't have a channel or anything. Mm -hmm. I cook occasionally for fun, I guess. But mm -hmm. um, I, t I take pictures of my food if I travel. Like if I go to a different country, like when I went to Greece, I was just blown away by all the food mm -hmm. I ate. And so I took some pictures there. But no, I don't get too I don't get too into food porn. But I think that your idea is, I think the way you do it rather is really cool because you have your own food channel and mm -hmm. that's part of your online persona and part of your own like passion. Mm -hmm. So I think taking p pictures of food is totally cool. Mm -hmm. But I don't really like the idea of like every meal you go with every time you go out with friends, you have to wait to eat the food mm -hmm. and take a picture of it all. And like I, it sometimes it annoys me. Yeah, sometimes when I go out with my friends, well, I don't necessarily take you know, all the all the, the pictures of my every meal. But if I go out with my friends to have, like, maybe bigger meals, say hot pot or, like, a pizza feast or something, I will take pictures of that. And sometimes my friend would say, let my phone eat first. <laughs> I like that. It's pretty funny. Yeah, that's a, I do like that saying. But um, I do think that social media does play a pretty big part mm -hmm. in modern food trends mm -hmm. and how we choose what to eat. Uh, what to try to look like and mm -hmm. how to influence our diets. You know, if I see someone, a really beautiful girl with a food picture on Facebook and she shows her body, mm -hmm. you know, maybe that could influence me or someone else and be like, wow, maybe if I eat that kind of food, I'll look mm -hmm. like that. Like, I'm not saying I would believe that, but mm -hmm. some people might think like that. That's definitely true. I mean, if you go if you go on Instagram, a lot of the times you can see the hashtags is about healthy eating, healthy living, and a healthy lifestyle. So let's uh, let's take the most iconic quotation mark healthy food 
avocado toast. Um, a, <laughs> a lot of people have been eating avocado toast, and people would pay 10 American dollars just for, uh, you know, like a plate of avocado toast, and they post it on Instagram, claiming that it's healthy eating. But is it really healthy eating? I mean, avocados are definitely healthy, but they're mm-hmm. also a very trendy food. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Yeah, I don't know if avocado toast is like the healthiest thing you can eat. I would mm-hmm. assume not um, because of the toast and there's no vegetables in there. Mm-hmm. But I definitely know I know what you mean. Like people see pictures of really healthy food mm-hmm. and it can immediately start trends. You know, mm-hmm. people can it's probably started whole diets based mm-hmm. on the really uh, influencers, I guess, people on inst- inst- uh, YouTube or Instagram. They post pictures and they influence other people mm-hmm. if they have a lot of followers. Yeah, definitely. And also on YouTube, too, you can see a lot of tutorial videos uh, teaching you how to work out and teaching you how to have a healthier and leaner diet. So that leads us to our next topic. So um, we can talk about how diets have changed and how people are looking for uh, maybe healthier choices with their meals. Yeah, I think it's important to talk about why this has happened. So there's been a lot of really big diets in the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. But I think part of the reason for that is which, is, which is a good thing. I think there's more science and there's more information out there. Mm-hmm. There's better information. There's more information. And it's more scientifically backed and nutritionists mm-hmm. have come out and they've given us a lot of great information in that order to help us change true. our diets. Yeah, it's definitely true. And I think people, I'm not saying that this is a, a good thing or a bad thing now because we talked about how social media is basically telling you what to think and giving you some ideas and concepts how, um, you know, you know, what beauty is. So a lot of people, they're, they're, they're worried about their body image. I think some people are turning to a healthier diet because of this. Yeah, I definitely think that's true. I mean, there's always a lot of pressure on people, and I think especially girls, to look a certain way. And diet's definitely a huge part of that. So people will do, sometimes they will join into crazy diets mm-hmm. in order to be skinny or lose weight. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now that you talked about diets, why don't we talk about some of the diets that we know? Yeah, sure. So in the last 10 years, there's been some really interesting trends. Um, the one, the biggest one, honestly, that I remember is gluten-free. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about Taiwan, but in the U.S., gluten-free swept like a giant tsunami. Yeah. And like everyone was scared of gluten for like six months. And people were like, oh, my God, is eating bread really bad for you? Mm-hmm. And people just went crazy over it. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, it was based on a disease that i think one percent of the population has Mm -hmm. called celiac disease Mm -hmm. and those people literally can't eat gluten Mm -hmm. or they get very sick and i think it might even be able to kill them but most people just overreacted and decided that they weren't going to eat gluten because they decided that it was healthier not to eat bread and gluten yeah i know i I know a lot of people they would just like opt for um gluten-free meals but it's really not necessary i'm not i'm not sure but i think you can actually get a gluten-free meal um on the airplane or something yeah there's definitely gluten-free options um especially i come from portland maine which is a super hipstery mm-hmm. very liberal town and there's like actually gluten-free restaurants <laughs> wow so now that you talked about the gluten-free diet i want to talk to you about um you know the detoxing diet thing in taiwan um, you know, there's, there's like, a, you, you've been there, like the, the Hwashi street that we call it the snake street. So, um, it, there they provide you like a snake set menu where you get the snake soup and then you get like, um, different shots, uh, with the, with the rice wine, you got the snake blood, you got the gallbladder juice, and then you got the venom and then two pills, which I have no idea what, what that was. And then you can even eat um, the snake heart. And it is claimed that th- this can help you um, detox your body. 
I think the two pills are there, so that way the venom doesn't kill you. (laughs) (laughs) It's possible. It's possible. But it's like, it's my personal experience. I had that when I was a kid. Uh, It was my first time, and uh, I I think I've never tried it again, but I've been thinking about that I should try it again. Um, um, I think last time when I had it, uh, there was a week that my face got so messed up. I had pimples. I had cold sores, and then the thing that I forgot what uh, that that's like growing in in, in the in the oh, mouth. Oh, canker sores. Canker sores. It sound sounded like kangaroo, so I'm just gonna call it the kangaroo. Well, I got kangaroos in in my mouth, and then it was so painful, and it, there were so many so many pimples on my face, like you can barely see my skin. But then after a week, um, a miracle happened. Like my entire body is clean. Pimples were all gone. Pimples were all gone. No more cold sore and no more the kangaroos, the kankasaurus. No more of that. Just uh, because of the snake. I'm going to say it's because of the snake. Or maybe the <laughs> venoms. Or maybe like the, the snake blood or the gallbladder juice. Oh, man. I don't know if I'm going to try this, but it mm-hmm. definitely sounds very interesting. No, you should try it. We should go like get some snake blood next Sunday. Damn, I don't know about that. Well, I'll, I'll consider it. <laughs> uh, but I will say, I did. I heard about this street before I came to Taiwan. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually pretty famous. It's kind of like eating the scorpions in mm-hmm. China. Like that's a really big thing for tourists. Some mm-hmm. some crazy tourists. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with Taiwan. It's like there's like you heard about this snake street. Mm-hmm. And I even had friends that came visit Taiwan. They they asked me. They're like, do you know where to find the snake? The mm-hmm. snake street. And I was like, is that even really a thing? Mm-hmm. So I finally checked it out. Like I think a year ago. But for the first couple of years, I thought maybe it was just myth or kind of a secret yeah. place that maybe existed you're right that is a real place and you definitely have to try the snake soup i will consider trying the snake soup although i don't want all those pimples <laughs> <laughs> hey trust me the pimples after that you're gonna have glowing face glowing face that could mm. be worth it <laughs> all right so what what's another diet that you know um one that i thought was actually really interesting was the paleo diet mm-hmm. now paleo refers to basically a period a long time ago and before farming so the paleo diet is essentially a diet where you can only eat food that was made before the invention of farming so that means mm-hmm. you can't eat any kind of grains uh, no glutinous food so basically you're limited to meat vegetables fruit nuts and seeds things you can find naturally without having to farm Mm-hmm. I think of uh, a couple years ago, because I, I spent a lot of time on YouTube, I saw this video saying that um, there's like this raw diet. I think it's very similar to that. But this diet is definitely not going to work for me because I really, really love carbs. I love pizza. I love pasta. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I tried this diet for, I think, four days. Mm-hmm. And like I was telling you before, mm-hmm. uh, you kind of crash once you get to like day two, three, four, because your body is so used to having carbs Mm -hmm. that your body essentially just fights back. And it's Mm -hmm. like, give me carbs. You just feel extremely tired, extremely drained. And Mm -hmm. you you supposedly have to wait about four to seven days before you actually start feeling good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that, so that's not going to work for me. Like on the on maybe the first day, I'm going to feel like I want to kill myself. I really, really need carbs. And if not, n- not pasta or not pizza, I need rice. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I just think it's funny because everyone says it's natural, and I did it, and it just <laughs> felt like the most unnatural thing I could possibly do to my body. <laughs> yeah, and it's like I think it's mental torture, right? It's physical torture, too. (laughs) (laughs) Mental torture and physical torture. All right. Well, we talked about some of the diets, and I certainly think some of these diets exist because because of health purposes. Mm -hmm. People want to be healthier. But I think another big reason why these diets have become so popular Mm -hmm. is there's sort of been a rise in food 
and um, products that we consume like beers, uh, mm-hmm. drinks, food, having high high quality, high class food, it, it also plays into our social status. People mm-hmm. feel like they're maybe a living more lavish, nice lifestyle if they mm-hmm. can drink craft beer and eat gluten-free food. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm a beer person. Sometimes I would go for uh, craft beer, and sometimes I would just go for regular beers because I'm not that rich. But in Taiwan, there is uh, like a craft beer, is it brewery? Uh, yeah, I think it's a, it's called mm-hmm. brewery. Um, uh, it's called Taihu Jingmiang, and it's associated with uh, artsy people. Yeah, that's the thing. Like craft beer is kind of cool. They have like the really cool labels. They have like mm-hmm. really cool art on their beers, mm-hmm. and they tend to be really small. So it's like they have a very limited supply. And mm-hmm. when you go there, it's very like at least in the U.S., it's a very comfortable and chill environment. Mm-hmm. And I personally actually really like craft beer, mm-hmm. mainly because my favorite kind of beer is an IPA mm-hmm. in, in India Pale Ale. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I like them. They're more expensive, but I feel like I drink it more casually. Like if mm-hmm. I drink uh, domestic beers. I feel like I don't really enjoy the taste, so maybe I drink maybe more of them. Mm-hmm. Whereas craft beer, I can drink slowly, enjoy mm-hmm. the taste, and just enjoy the atmosphere. Are you talking about Budweiser <laughs> or like Coors Light for a craft beer? <laughs> no, no, no. Like for the domestic, your, yeah. The yeah. Uh yeah. If you're talking about U.S. beers, I guess you'd talk about those beers. But even in Taiwan, we have what's called Jin Pai or mm-hmm. Gold Medal Taiwan mm-hmm. beer. Yeah. Well, the Budweiser. Well, I don't want to criticize any beers, but some some just like taste very watery, and sometimes if you go for the craft beers, you could definitely feel um, the power in the in the beer. I think. Yeah, no, I totally agree because they're made with like better ingredients, and you know the last thing you want to hear if you're making craft beer is all oh, your beer tastes like water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Steve. Now that we're done talking about craft beers, which I really, really would like to have like a beer right now, but I think it's time for us to wrap up. So uh, let's talk about how this, um, you know, this healthy trend with this healthy food diet trend, how this thing has affected us. Yeah, sure. Um, I guess on a personal level for me, um, it hasn't really affected me all that much because I sort of just live by a very simple rule, Mm -hmm. which is do what feels healthy and -hmm. just stick to the basics. Eat your vegetables, eat plenty of vegetables, um, get your fruit, don't eat too much meat, and don't eat meat every meal. I just think it's it's not as hard as people think it is. I just think that it takes work. You have to be able to eat healthy food, you have to be able to exercise, and you have to be able to kind of cut stress out. So doing all these things together is very difficult. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess it did affect it me a lot, but it's mostly because um, last year, from starting from June, I realized that you know I was a, I was living a very very unhealthy lifestyle. I've been you know eating a lot of um, supper been eating food after like eight or ten and i've been like really really just gaining so much weight that i could barely recognize myself and i can um just constantly feel like how tired i am because i was an athlete i used to play um professional table tennis and i I realized that you know this is i got i really got to stop this so i started eating more veggies i used to hate veggies and I started, um, you know, cooking a little bit more for myself because I do like to cook and I'm actually a pretty good cook. And uh, even though it doesn't really um, save money because, you know, when you're eating out in Taiwan, it's cheaper. But um, and even if I don't cook for myself, I would definitely go for um, healthier choices like um, boiled veggies or boiled chicken, something like that. So I guess, in a in a sense, it did. OK, yeah, I mean, that's definitely good. I mean, it's good to have that moment where you're like, wow, maybe this is not 
good for me to be eating all this food. I'm not happy with my body right now. And that can help you shift. The one thing I would just say that I would be cautious about is to follow trends Mm -hmm. because there's so many diets and usually they last anywhere from weeks to years. But usually there's always a new one and the old one's kind of forgotten about. Mm -hmm. So to me, that's a big red flag. Like, hey, maybe diets aren't really the best way to go about it. Mm -hmm. Maybe we should just try to kind of think about our own personal goals. Like, Mm -hmm. hey, I want to eat more vegetables every day or I want to eat three pieces of fruit every day Mm -hmm. or maybe I'm not going to eat meat one or two days a week. I think these are better ways to solve your own uh, nutritional problems. It's very important that you consult a professional. Yes, thing we're not professional nutritionists, so don't Mm -hmm. take all your food advice from me, for sure. Mm -hmm. But um, if you don't have any idea how to do it, definitely try to find some books or try to talk to a a professional. That's definitely very important. Um, You know, I think a, a lot of times when we go on the internet, we would read some of the some of these articles that might not be giving you the most uh, accurate information. So, like I said, consult uh, a professional and figure out what suits you the best. All right. Well, I think that's pretty much going to do it for today's episode. We mm-hmm. hope you guys enjoyed this one. Uh, we're both really tired, so we're <laughs> hoping that we made more sense. We're hoping we made sense today, and we'll be coming back to you guys next week with a new episode. All right, and we'll see you next time. Take care. Thanks for listening to Ride the Vibes. We're happy you enjoyed the show. We want to take our conversations around the world to reach more listeners. It would be totally awesome if you could like, share, and subscribe. Please turn on the notification bell so you won't miss a single episode. And definitely get in contact with us if you have anything you want us to talk about in the future. See you next time, and once again, thanks for listening.